Hey, what's up? Hello. Welcome to Sounds Fake But Okay, a podcast where an arrow ace girl, I'm Sarah, that's me. And a bi-demisexual girl, that's me, Kayla. Talk about all things to do with love, relationships, sexuality, and pretty much anything else we just don't understand. On today's episode, micro-labels. Sounds fake, but okay. Welcome back to the pod. We're back. You missed you missed us maybe, but now we're back. I hope everyone enjoyed their spooky week off. Their spooky ace week, also oh scary, also oh ace. Yeah, big brains us taking a week off during ace week. Nailed it. It, it was necessary. <laughs> Self-care. It was, I've, yeah, listen. I've said it on this podcast before. Sometimes what you need to do for Ace Week, for Ace Celebrations, is just take care of yourself. And that's what Especially we did. Especially when you do Ace Celebrations every other week of the year. Yeah. I was telling my therapist about Ace Week, and she was like, shouldn't people be doing things for you guys? And I was like, <laughs> you know, Kat, I feel like they should. You know, that's a good point. <laughs> Next year, how about you all give us a present? Not you all being necessarily the listeners, but like aloes. I mean, they can. Ace I mean, the listeners, you're welcome to give us a present also, but I don't want you to feel like you must. I think the people who really should be celebrating us yes. is the aloes. No, that's yes, that is very true. Anyway. Great. <laughs> <laughs> um, do we have any housekeeping? Soundsfakepod.com slash book. Um, yeah, pre-order the book. If you missed the live stream, you can still go watch it on our YouTube. RT. Yeah, there's a lot of threads that I saw uh, during Ace Week about a lot of Ace books that are already out or coming out, both fiction and nonfiction. So check all that out. But ours especially. Mm-hmm. <laughs> We're biased. Yeah, I mean, you know, I can't think think of any other housekeeping all right cool well kayla what are we talking about this week this week i thought we would start a little uh a micro series if you will a little series <gasps> a little micro series about uh micro labels this is something that we've literally had on our list of things to do since probably day one i would say podcast, since like probably like the big ago. bang really just yeah. since the inception of of consciousness yeah yeah no literally we have a document with like episode ideas and this has been on there for a long time years (laughs) uh and i think it's finally time to do it i don't know i don't think that we'll do like all of these episodes in a row or anything it'll just kind of be interspersed when we're feeling it but yeah uh, gonna do the first one today we'll just do a little sampling of some micro labels and we can talk about them and then you yeah. can talk back at us um, several days later once this is posted. On the internet. Yes. <laughs> Not with your voices. I guess you could, like, record a voice message. I mean, you could also just speak into the void. I wouldn't necessarily That's... hear you. Right. But whatever works for you. Yeah. So there's that. All right. Where do, what, 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 how, <laughs> with Whomst shall we start? Uh, yeah, so I did a little bit of digging on the internet, and there is a lot out there. Um, mm-hmm. But, well, okay. 
So I guess we can start with what a microlabel is. Yeah. Uh, for those of you who are completely new to it. It's a label that is very, 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 very small. You can't even yes. see it from a distance. Little baby. Little baby label. Microlabels are, if you look at kind of you know, the asexual umbrella, the asexual spectrum, the aromantic spectrum, the aromantic umbrella, they are the labels that fall under those identities. So mm-hmm. smaller labels that fit under the labels of asexual and aromantic that uh, kind of just define more niche experiences, more specific specific. experiences, but all fit under the A-spec umbrella. Yeah. And for some some people, their micro-label is an identity unto itself. For some people, it is just a descriptor to help describe their asexuality or their aromanticism. But I mean, however people choose to use that for them is great. And we're not going to tell you how to or not to use any of these words. Uh, We're just here to kind of talk about them and, you know, let people know that they exist and uh, spread the good word and also learn ourselves because there's a ton here that I don't know. So, yeah, I did want to start off by saying that you should by no means take everything we're saying as like your only source of research for these things. Um, That would be silly. (laughs) Yeah, I will be reading the definitions from um, other websites and such. But yeah, I kind of thought that we could, you know, go through the definitions, we could kind of react to what we think of it, discuss whether we identify with any of these things or not. But yeah, I'm not trying to make this like a super, obviously it'll be informational, but the point of this episode is more for us to kind of discuss what we think of these rather than like, it to be super informational. You know what I mean? Yeah. Which is, as you know, if you've listened to this show, the vibe. The vibe. Let's begin. Yeah. So I'm going roughly in alphabetical order here. But if I like, if we do an episode and you're like, you missed this one, then we'll go back. You know what I mean? Yeah. Just just let, let us know if we like missed an A or something and we, we'll, yeah. we'll get to it. Yeah. We'll go back. Um. So the first one we're starting with is Ace Flux and Aeroflux. Have you heard of this one? I hear these all the time. Yes, this one I feel like is one of the ones that I hear like most often these mm. days. Um, so I'm reading this definition from um, TAP, the Ace and Arrow Advocacy Project. Oh, they have, TAP. TAP, yeah. <laughs> they have a blog called Spectrum 101, which is really, really good. I took a lot from here where they go over a lot of different micro-labels and such. Um, so, flux. Um, so, for aero, aero flux is a label for those who find themselves shifting between various aero spectrum experiences, or they shift between aromantic and alloromantic. And ace flux is the same, but for the ace spectrum. So, sif- shifting along the ace spectrum or between asexual and alloromantic. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so it also says that people with fluctuating orientations may feel uncomfortable identifying with a specific label as that um, as what feels like authentic to them may change at different points. Um, and so some people are just more com- comfortable with a flux label because it kind of shows that changing um, orientation rather than like a super stable uh, orientation. Yeah, so, and... Yeah, it, you know, people who are a spec. Some people might just be like, "Yeah, I'm a spec." 
what am I? Who knows? But other people might prefer to use Ace Flux or Arrow Flux because it indicates motion in a way that just saying your Ace Spec or saying your Ace or saying your Arrow doesn't. Um, and so, you know, they can certainly have a similar experience to someone who does not identify this way. But I mean, and this is true of all of them. Uh, but you know, they just they 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 feel loosey goosey. They feel like water, flow flow, drip drop, ping pong. Yeah. Water does not <laughs> ping pong. It does not. But yeah, in this definition, they talk about some other micro labels that I have later down in our list. Um, just like other labels with similar meanings about kind of the fluidity and shifting of orientations. But to me, it almost reminds me of like a gender fluid identity, maybe where like. Mm-hmm. It's not that your identity is very vague. It's that it is literally changing moment yeah. to moment. Like you were saying, it's not um, like something we'll talk about later, qual romantic, where the point of it is that it's very kind of fuzzy and vague. To be clear, we won't be talking about qual romantic today. No, we will not. That's in the cues. <laughs> far down on the list. In the cues, if you can even guess it. But at some point, we will talk about it later. Yeah. Um, is this something that you feel like you have any identity with? No. I don't think so either. I feel not that my labels have not changed because we all know they have, but Yeah. I think I feel very secure in my labels and I don't mean secure in the sense of like you're sure of them. Yeah. But they're stagnant. They're they have been stagnant. And it's not like I have like I don't know. I It's not yeah. like a yeah. I tried to it's say not something fluctuating. and then it and then it went away. So mm-hmm. but yeah, I've I I don't really uh, identify with this at all. Um yeah. Because I'll tell I you just, what, the what? flags are great. Ace flux and air flux, they got some great flags. Are they? Hold on, I got to look them up. Very Ace good colors. Flux flag. Oh. Very good. That's very nice. The colors are good. Very nice. Oh my god. Wow. Where's the mm-hmm. arrow flux, please? Arrow it's flux. Very similar, but with a green moment. Wow. Oh, that's not what I expected. Okay. Wow. Mm-hmm. What an experience. I hope everyone else gets to experience that too, if you don't know what they look like. Yeah, very good. Um, <laughs> The na- okay, the next one I have on my list is actually one of the identities I was just referring to. It's abrosexual or abroromantic. Mm-hmm. Um, abro identities are fluid, meaning that a person who identifies with this label may at times experience orientations that are either on or off the A spectrum. So this is not an A spec specific micro label. This could be across orientations. Um, but this is something, so where arrow and ace flux are specific to fluctuating, you know, with mostly within the ace spectrum or between the ace spectrum and aloneness, yeah. this can go across any identity. So again, this feels very similar, And but someone tell me if I'm wrong, to like an equivalent to gender fluid, but for sexuality in a romantic orientation rather than gender. And, you know, it's called abrosexual or abroromantic. And, you know, if you're attracted to men, that might mean that sometimes you're just, like, sexually attracted to a bro. And sometimes you're not. Yeah, good one. 
Thank you. Not your bro, because that's weird. A bro. A bro. Yeah, no, not your bro. It's not uh, your bro sexual. No, 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 no. Just a bro. Just a bro. The, the universal bro. Yeah. Yeah, again, I don't think this is one that I personally identify with either. I feel like my identities have changed, but not quickly enough that I would describe them as fluid. Yeah. Would you say that yours is more so, do you feel that your identities, that the way you have felt has changed or just the terms that you use to describe how you feel Mm. has changed? Honestly, that's something I've put a decent amount of thought into. I don't know. Um, Mm. Demisexuality, I think, has probably been there for the long haul. (laughs) <laughs> biromanticism I'm honestly not sure because sometimes there are things that I look back in my life on and I'm like mm, okay yeah that's like a little fruity yeah um but like there I feel like I don't have as strong of experiences as I hear a lot of people having of like oh I can't believe I didn't know I was gay when I was doing xyz yeah um well it's I also honestly, harder because you're because you're dummy and that right adds I another barrier to entry Right, which we, like, did a whole episode about that. Um, Mm. But, yeah, it does. And then, obviously, like, the heteronormativity of, like, it's not something that was even in my mind when I was younger. So, yeah, I I Mm. honestly, I'm not sure. T. And you know what, kids? That's okay. And you know what? Who cares? Nothing matters. (laughs) Nothing actually matters at all. Uh, Let me find the next. Okay, this is one I had never heard of. Um, until I was doing a little research today. But this, this is one is for a- volleyball players. Okay. This one is either ace spike or arrow spike. Yeah, it's for volleyball um, players. You spike, you spike Yeah. It's also yeah, for I guess spike that is like the only sport you spike in, huh? You wear spikes in track and field sports. Yeah, that's true. The flag for uh spike orientations does have a little spike on it, so that's fun. <gasps> She's doing a Google. While you're doing a Google, <laughs> um, ace slash arrow spike orientations are on the ace spec, on the ace a spectrum, uh, and they are for people who don't usually feel sexual attraction. However, on occasion, have rare, sudden, and intense spikes of attraction that last for a very short amount of time, and after this, they return just as quickly to not having that attraction. Interesting. Um, so yeah, it feels it's kind of like the flux orientations, but like much quicker is kind of yeah. where I see the distinction at least, or where that distinction kind of makes sense to me. Where it's not like instead of having like oh a few days where I'm feeling attraction or a few days where I'm feeling aloe, that it's like very quick and then goes away yeah. just as quickly. It would some may say it's like a spike. So and and that's crazy because some <laughs> so people would crazy. say that. Did so, you find your flag? So silly. Yeah, I did. It's got spikes. It's good. It has spikes on it. Yeah. This one is hard for me. I feel like I wouldn't. It's such a niche experience that I feel yes. like you you have to have had experienced it to truly comprehend no. it. You know, because I, I mean, attraction at all is so hard to like describe or like Mm -hmm. understand what it feels like that like 
the experience of having it spike so quickly and go away just seems like it would be so overwhelming. Like, yeah, I don't, I don't know. Obviously, I can't speak to this at all. I don't think I've experienced this, but this seems like a very, like, very interesting experience. I don't know. I would love to learn more about this. I can imagine a very confusing experience, too, if you don't know the term True. a spike or arrow spike or a spike. A, sp- a, a spike. A spike. <laughs> yeah, I had never heard of this one until today, but I find it very interesting. Now I think, you know. Yeah, and that, and the more you know. Mm-hmm. Okay, this is another one that I have heard a lot, especially more Same. recently. Um, it's either I okay I some of ego. these y'all the spelling. It's either I would read that a, as ego. I think you're right. Ego romantic or ego sexual. So it's a e g o mm-hmm. word. Um, also sometimes known as auto i've never read this word out loud i would say autocor is sexual autocor is romantic autocor is autocor is romantic autocor is romantic yeah i have read that in my head so many times and i think i just kind of go a boom you know Mm. Uh, so sometimes (laughs) it's also known as autocor is romantic or sexual if you are agromantic, that term would mean that you do not personally feel romantic attraction, but you enjoy seeing depiction as a romantic love. You might have strong desires to see it presented with others. And then for egosexual, it's the same thing. But for sex, you don't personally feel sexual attraction, but you enjoy, enjoy seeing depictions of sex. So those experiences are sometimes described as feeling a disconnect between oneself and any desire, attraction, or enjoyment they might feel. Some people might only enjoy such depictions or fantasies in situations that they couldn't possibly imagine themselves involved in. So if you're romantic, it could mean that you enjoy romance novels and movies. You really like shipping, um, but you're also aromantic and have no attraction yourself. Uh, if you're egosexual, you might really enjoy watching porn or reading smut, um, but you have no attraction that spurs you to act on those behaviors like you might have libido that spurs you to do that, but the attraction is not what's spurring you to do that. Yeah. Um, I'm curious about as a, as a, as a you, mm-hmm. as a, as an allosexual, no, as a allo, as a not, as a not allosexual, but as a person who does experience sexual attraction. Sexual attraction. Yeah. As a sexual attraction haver. Yeah. As a sexual attraction haver. I'm curious about what your, take on this is or like just what your reaction to it is to me this makes like a lot of sense yeah me too. um especially like knowing like you i guess because like you especially on the romantic side like you would do enjoy mm-hmm. a romance you do enjoy a ship like yeah. you don't like when they are forced into plots but it's something yeah. that you do enjoy a lot yeah um this makes complete sense to me i mean you don't have to experience something yourself um, what did I just say? That, was that a sentence? Yeah. You could, <laughs> what? <laughs> I don't know what's going on with me tonight. I'm so sorry. Amazing. I think, I think like, this is definitely uh, an identity that I feel like is probably closely related to people who are, um, like, romance or sex averse, where mm. it's like they have no problem with it they might even have a positive opinion on it, but they 
themselves don't feel the need to to be involved in it yeah with with another person and obviously th- that is conflating a little bit uh, attraction and action but i feel like they there's definitely probably a lot of overlap is my guess of people who yeah. identify as egosexual or egoromantic and also as sex or romance averse yeah, I I would find it hard to imagine that someone that was sex or romance repulsed could also be ego. I could be wrong, but yeah, it seems a little bit. It seems like it would be difficult. Conflicting. Yeah. yeah, and this also explains there are a lot of asexual smart writers out there. There are a mm-hmm. lot of asexual smart writers out there who themselves don't have sex. Yeah, I mean, yeah, you don't make sense. To- yeah, this is something I feel like I identify with. Yeah. Also notably, so I said that sometimes it's known as auto uh what? Autochor- autocor auto- Yeah, autochorous romantic or sexual. So autochorous sexual, the word was created by a man named Anthony Bogart. 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 And he Discuss the word as being a paraphilia, which is an intense sexual arousal to atypical objects or situations rather than orientation, um, which, like, isn't, you know, really yeah. what it is, um, at least to aspects. I get wary when I see the word auto as part of a um, yeah. prefix because I worry about who created it. Yeah. So the term egosexual rose out of the wish to have a term with a similar meaning, uh, but removing that like pathologization of like it's a strange object or like an atypical thing or an atypical situation. So, yeah, that's why you might hear both words. But I think um, Mm -hmm. there's a movement, I guess, towards using ego rather than autochorus because it makes it seem like a weird thing when it's not. Lego my ego. That's what I'm saying. Exactly. This one makes so much sense to me. <laughs> yeah. And not I get that, it. Like, on a fundamental us, level. Yeah, no. And obviously us saying like, oh, yes, this makes sense to us doesn't mean that any of the other micro-labels are like- Of course, yeah. It just means or, like, it- like aren't it, real. These just like we- It might align ones. more closely with our own experiences. Our own, yeah. Would you, do you think, use these words to describe yourself? I don't think I would- I'm just I'm not drawn to using micro labels myself in general. Yeah. I don't I don't I've, feel a need to. Yeah. So eh. I have yet to find a micro label that I identify with so strongly that I would like add it to my string yeah. of labels. Like this I yeah. do like resonate with this, but I don't yeah. think it is such a strong connection that I would like put myself in that community. Yeah. I I mean like same like, I get it. This makes sense to me, but I'm not like it's a big part of who I am. Yeah. You know? But that's just me. And that's the whole point. <laughs> and that's, and you know what? So true. Next one? Yes. So the next one is apith, apotha, apothos, yes, apothosexual or apotheromantic. So this is someone who is uh, either asexual or aromantic and is then either sex repulsed or romance repulsed. So the definition I found said sex averse or sex repulsed or like romance averse or romance repulsed. We Mm -hmm. 
like our personal definitions, like those things are separate. So, yeah, I'm not sure exactly what this definition, like if it's for both, like I don't I don't quite know. Yeah, because I was was looking at the definition you have written where it says sex averse parentheses or sex repulsed. But my brain is like, but those aren't they're not the same thing. (laughs) Yeah. Um, I'm trying to find which of the websites I found. This this definition that you have does seem like that they use the same definition of averse as us because it says they are averse to the idea of engaging in sexual activities themselves but are okay with sexual activities that do not involve them directly. Others may be repulsed by the idea of sex altogether. So I do think this person is actually, or this definition is embracing sex averse and sex repulse as different identities but saying that they can both fall under the umbrella of apothesexual slash apotheromantic with romance right yeah i think you're i think you are right so yeah i mean this is a label that does technically describe your experience with yeah uh sex at least i can't remember where you fall on the romance spectrum Eh, i have i have less strong feelings about it yeah a, new, a neutral moment. Neutral. A neutral moment. Yeah. And I think there's also definitely some potential overlap between ego and apotha identities in in a Venn diagram way, not in a yeah their equivalent way. But No, for sure. I mean, like we were just saying, I think it would probably be hard to be ego when you're repulsed. But mm-hmm. if you are just averse or if you definitely, you know, if you're a favorable person, mm-hmm. then, yeah. yeah, I think that makes a lot of sense. <laughs> you mean a sex favorable person or a romance favorable person? What did I say? Just you just a said person? a favorable person. I think we all know. I think we all know what I, I think we all know what favored I Favored mean. by the gods. If you're favored by the gods. Um. Yeah, this one's interesting because I didn't know that there, like, I knew, obviously, that there's a spectrum between, like, from favorable to averse. I did not realize, though, that there was, like, identity names for where you fall on that spectrum. I guess I could have assumed that, but I hadn't even thought about it, really. Yeah, me neither. That's exciting. I don't know. I feel like, to me, it just makes more sense for me to just, like, say, like, I'm, like, a sex repulsed ace or like a romance favorable arrow you know like that mm-hmm. just like i feel like that's what i would do but i yeah, think i was for, seeing i was seeing for me it's more the, straightforward but yeah some people really identify with the uh the a group and a community in a way that perhaps i don't yeah well i also i think i saw on one of the websites i was looking at that it was saying like if you find that to just be like a mouthful that like it's a much quicker way of explaining your full identity to just have one word for it rather than having to be like this is my identity but then this is how i feel about romance and then you know Mm -hmm. i I will say though the difference in syllables between apothesexual and sex averse asexual is only one you know that's (laughs) that's fair what i will my one critique of micro labels yeah, so hard to pronounce. I'm fighting hard for my pronounce. life out and it, here, and it and it is hard to remember all of them. But maybe for some yes. people that's a plus, where it's like only people who are really in the know will know what you're talking about, and so 
you won't feel like exposed all the time, you know? Yeah. And I mean, something that I have seen a lot of A-spec people talk about is that they will like change the words they use for their identity depending on who they're talking to. Like, yeah. If they're talking to an aloe person, they might just say like, oh, they hi, yes, switch. I'm aromantic. Yes. But if yeah. you're talking to someone within the community, then you would feel probably a lot more comfortable using like every word that you like to use to describe yourself. Yeah. Or you're me um, and it's all the same. <laughs> yeah. Or you're just, you don't, you don't need it. And any way you do it is fine. Any way you want it. That's the way uh-huh. you need it. What's next? She's yawning. Okay. After that, this one is the one that I have the most questions about. It is the one that I have the most visceral reaction to. But it's okay. I'll I'll explain. So it's autosexual slash auto romantic. Um, it is a label that refers to someone who is mostly or only feels sexual or romantic attraction to themselves. The reason that I am confused about this one is because when I went to look it up, so for most of these labels, when I went to look them up, I have a couple websites I was looking at. I'm going to try to remember to link them in the notes of this episode. Mm -hmm. Um, If not, someone yell at me and then I'll go back and do it. But And then when I would look at it, I would then go to Google and type it in and there would usually be for a lot of these like an Avon post or like something on like the LGBT wiki or like going back to one of these websites I was on. Mm-hmm. For this one, when I looked up, it was a lot of, like, healthline.com or, like, mm. WebMD or, like, those kind of websites being, like, I'm autosexual, like, how to know if you're autosexual or what autosexuality is. I just yeah. didn't find as many A-spec resources talking about it. Yeah. Um, I did it's like, see, as I, I said was- earlier, I'm just wary of anything that involves the word auto because I worry about who created the term. Right. Or so, who principally uses the term. And I wasn't, let me see where the, so yeah, like when I was looking on the uh, LGBT wiki, their like um, reference for where their definition came from is like a WebMD article. It's not mm-hmm. like uh, an, an A-spec. It's not A-spec discourse or. Right. Which, like, and I I can't remember where I saw this, but I saw one of these websites they were talking about, like, this term has come up, like, on Avon. So it's not like people in the community aren't talking about it. It's just, like, Mm -hmm. when I went to look it up, it was largely, like, the first things that were popping up was not the ASPEC community. So this is another one where I would, like, love to hear actual ASPEC people's experience Mm -hmm. with this, like if they do experience this or if this is something that's like being put upon the community from the outside. Yeah. Because I wasn't really able to tell. Same. And I also can't fathom having only attraction to yourself, but I also can't fathom in a lot of ways having attraction at all. (laughs) So... Yeah, this yeah, this one was interesting to me because from what I read, it was things about like you prefer like solo sex or you feel that you have a relationship with yourself, um, which like obviously everyone has some sort of relationship with themselves. Yeah. But yeah, the idea of having attraction towards yourself is, yeah, something that I personally just like don't relate to. So, yeah, um, this is another one that's like very new to me and that I would love to hear if someone experiences this, what that like? And, you know, if you save room for Jesus, you're never truly alone. 
I'm killing it today. <laughs> You're killing something. The more Kayla sighs exasperatedly, the more I've succeeded. Recently, people in our Discord have been doing, like, drinking games with old episodes. Mm-hmm. Um, and they have to pick things like, oh, if Sarah mentions BTS, you take a drink or whatever. Would this count? Because a- Kayla mentioned. I don't know. But at this point, are they just going to start doing, like, Kayla sighs? Kayla gets exasperated with Sarah because, like, y'all are going to get so drunk (laughs) or hydrated if you're playing with not alcohol. Or hydrated if you are doing weed weed and water at the same time. (laughs) Uh Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh Uh-huh. Anyway. I think they should drink every time you go, "Uh (laughs) uh-huh. I mean, sometimes, what else am I supposed to say to you? Like, Uh, I don't, I just, (laughs) there's only so many words I have. Yeah. Let's go on to the next microlabel then. Okay. Uh, This next one is also one that uh, is new to me today as I was doing a little look. Um, It is Bella Sexual and Bella Romantic. You have them spelled differently. I know what I did. Um, <laughs> it describes, um, so for Bella Sexual Beat, describes people who have an interest in certain aspects of sexual actions and or the aesthetic of sexual relationships. However, they do not feel sexual attraction and don't want a sexual relationship. Um, and then for romantic, it could be the same thing, that you have interest in certain aspects of romantic actions or the aesthetic of it, but you don't have romantic attraction or want a romantic relationship. Um, I sort of get that. It's like, um, it's like you think horses are cool, and you like the idea of horses, but you don't mm-hmm. want a horse, and you don't even necessarily want to ride a horse. You know. I guess the thing I'm confused with, with this is what's the difference between this and like ego. The difference is what word you think fits best <laughs> i okay but we both know that's not what i was asking you <laughs> i know i know like i'm interested in like what the nuance well, is there because i'm sure there this, is a difference but this one seems like it's more about interest and aesthetic rather than consuming mm. content or right ra- ra- you know you know do you do you understand what i'm saying i think so like, like it feels like Bella sexual or Bella's romantic is more of you. You like to. Th- it's like you're daydreaming about what it could be. Whereas, egosexual or ego romantic means you're more interested in or more okay with like reading about it or watching it or being more involved not personally but more actively involved in the consuming of it Mm -hmm. there's i that's consuming is not the right word but i i don't know i know there is a right word (laughs) that's that's my take that's i that's just my first blush that's what it seems like but hold on i found a i found a reddit post of someone asking like what the differences. I'm trying mm. to do a little read. 
Seems like it's taking too long. Yeah, it is. I'm so confused. It seems like okay. everyone is confused. Well, we can let the people answer for us. Someone tell me. Someone please help explain. Oh, uh, let's do we'll one more. Count. Hold on, I'm reading. Oh, goodness. Come on. Expediency. Expediency. Expedia. I would forcibly close the tab if I could. No. I haven't eaten Bellis dinner. Bellis is like the idea... Is liking the idea of having sex, but not actually wanting it in real life. Ego yeah. is having sexual fantasies that do not involve you, but are instead like watching a movie about other characters. I get it now. Okay. Okay. No, this. I get it. I yes, that actually was helpful. Thank you for not. It's actually the tab. so helpful. User Rin on Avon. That's actually so helpful. So yes, ego is like you want to be completely detached from it. It's what yeah. it's fantasizing about other people. Yeah, having sex yeah, yeah. or doing romance. Bellis is like fantasizing about yourself doing it, but not, but not actually wanting to do it. Yep. IRL. That this makes, makes sense. So much sense. Thank you, Rin from Avid. Oh Thank my God. you, Rin. My brain feels so big right now. <laughs> my Watch brain that just also feels be at wrong. Peace. Very and someone briefly. is like, you idiot. Um, well, please tell us. Please tell us if we're wrong. Now? I want to learn. My brain feels huge. All right, last one. All right, this is the last one for today. We got through like half of the ones I have. We're really, we're, we're really, we're flying. Going. We're flying away. Um, so the last one is Cade. It's C A E D. I so I think Cade. Cade sexual it seems or Cade like- room. Celtic okay. or like Gaelic. Yeah. You know? That's what I'm saying about these pronunciations, y'all. I don't know. Anyway, it's an Also, I used to say Celtic, but then I was told it was Celtic. But it the basketball sure is. team is But they Celtics? are the Celtics. That's true. That's I, I'm always confused. Continue. It's very it is confusing. Um so Cade, uh sexual or romantic, is defined by someone who felt that they were um aloe sexual or romantic at one point but that has been taken or cut away from them due to past trauma this is so valid this i am so happy to find that there is a word for this because and i've said this in so many episodes now but the amount of people that have come to us asking if they're allowed to identify as a spec because they feel that part of their identity is because of trauma Mm -hmm. like you're allowed to identify as a spec for whatever reason as long yeah. as you're not some weirdo trying to just like A-spec you, bait. A-spec bait. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> um, that's not a thing. Anyway. But it is a th- it is a fine thing and there's a word for it. Like I'm just very happy that there is a word to describe yeah. that experience because it is something that's very real and that I think people feel like very confused around or that like they shouldn't be in the community mm-hmm. when it's like sexuality can be a lot of things for a lot of reasons. Yeah. So. It doesn't have to make sense, but if you do find that when you make sense of it, this is the conclusion you come to, then there's there's a place for you in the community still. Absolutely. Sexuality is very fluid, and it's not always a born this way situation. Sexuality okay. is like a river going ping pong. <laughs> and as we know, that is the sound that water makes, is <laughs> yeah. ping pong. Ping pong. Sometimes bing bong. Sometimes bing bong, if you can even believe it. Yeah. That's all of the words I have for you today. True. Hopefully we weren't wrong on anything. 
if, or well, if, if we, we were, were, we were only slightly wrong. Let us know. Um, I'm going to try my very hardest to remember to link the websites that I used as references below because they're also just like super, super helpful for looking yeah. into um, micro labels. And hey, if you, Kayla. Yeah. Um, you should link those below. I really should. Maybe I'll make a note for myself. And if there's any words that we missed or you want us to cover in the next time we do a microlabel episode, uh, let us know and we will do it. Hell yeah. I hope you learned something. I know I learned something. Me too. I hope you didn't throw your phone at the wall in anger. That, I would hope not. Yeah, I would hope you that never happens. Your phone and mistakes. your wall. <laughs> yeah, and your probably mental wellness. Yeah, you shouldn't do that. <sighs> wouldn't impact us because we wouldn't know you did it. Unless you tell us. Well, okay, what's our poll for this week? Uh, what microlabels do you use? Nice. Slash none. The answer can be none. True. If if any. If any. Great. Um, Kayla, what is your beef and your juice this week? This week my beef is that it's hot. Mm. It's not like hot, hot, but it's like in the 50s and... Oh, I would love it if it were in the 50s. Right. And like I look, don't get me wrong, 50s like is normally my ideal weather, but like... It's 57 right now, and it rained today, and I was so excited. Okay, but but the thing is that it's November 2nd, and yeah. that I live in Boston. Boston stun. And so we shouldn't, we shouldn't be doing that weather right now, and it's hot in my house, and I'm supposed to be wearing sweatpants. And you're not? And I'm not. I have to wear shorts. It's That's hot. Sad. And I live on the third floor. I'm wearing shorts, but I have a blanket on my legs. Very pleased. I just remembered a piece of housekeeping. <laughs> what? <laughs> um, I finally got a new P.O. box. Oh, my God. That's so true. Um, well, if you listen through the pod. You'll know. I'll try to know. remember for next week. Um, but it's on our website. If you scroll to the very bottom of any page, it's there. Or if you go to our link tree in any of our socials. It is also there if you want to send me a little present. And Sarah's Yay. is also there if you want to send yep. Sarah. Mine is also present. there, but it just hasn't changed. So. And support the USPS. True. Um, There were some really nice ladies talking shit when I went uh, nice. to the post office. So that was fun. If you, if you are eligible to vote in the United States and you haven't yet, chop chop. Do you that. have till Tuesday. I, I haven't done it yet. <laughs> <laughs> I sent mine the other day, but now I'm really paranoid because I had to put it in one of the like blue mailboxes. Mm. And what if it got stuck or something? Do they? Do you get a? Ta- I guess you wouldn't know. Is this your first time voting know. in Boston? Yes. Yeah, because for me, when they receive my ballot, they text me. I wish they would do that. I did just send it uh, on like Monday night, so. Yeah, I'm looking at my ballot as we speak. I haven't done it yet, but I need to do it this weekend. And then I'll put it in a little drop box. I'll go on a little walk. There are people... Now we're just going on a tangent. This is another beef, I guess. There are people in my hometown where I'm registered to vote um, who are running for the school board, who are running on the platform of not wanting to teach critical race theory 
and also they hate bathrooms. Oh, cool. You know? Piss on the floor. Yeah. <laughs> so true. <laughs> so true. That's what they want. And at one point, uh, when my parents were doing some sort of voting, my dad started, like, talking to these people because he used to be on the school board. Mm-hmm. And so he was just like, what the fuck are these people doing? And the one guy was like, yeah, we are, I'm, like, against um, a CRT. And my dad goes like, oh, what does that mean? My dad knows what it means. He was just, yeah. like, being an asshole. Yeah. And the guy had to, like, turn to someone else and, like, ask what it meant. I was like, sir, this is your running oh, platform. What are we doing? What, uh... Anyway, please vote. You know, you know what just happened in Brazil? Bolsonaro Good. fucking lost to Lula because people voted, and that's why we vote, bitches. I saw a large group of people with Brazilian flags out in the streets today, and I don't know what they that's were doing. Might be why, but that—that's uh, what my guess was because we looked it up, and there was not a football game. <laughs> it was our first guess. <laughs> soccer game? It's football to them. That, but that's I was asking if you meant soccer. Like I, did I mean was soccer. just clarifying because I don't I'm think being, they have a I'm large being... American football contingency in you Brazil. Anyway, my juice is that I went to an indoor putt-putt place today, and it mm. wasn't just normal putt-putt. It was, like, electronic putt-putt, kind of, where, like, there was, like, bonus places you could get. Like, you could get extra points or, like, negative points. It was kind of like bowling almost the points were. Oh. Um, I don't know how to explain it. It was fun. Okay. Well, my my beef is uh, all of the things. My juice is I saw some TikToks today about um, this guy who works in construction and he's been doing construction like outside this like neighborhood for the for a while now. And someone stole one of their cones and painted Patrick from um, SpongeBob on it. Mm. Um, and that person has now every day. Um, taken one cone and painted a new spongebob character on them and they both good they both made tiktoks about it and so then they found each other and so then they have like since like taken a photo together and like he will now leave them on her porch (laughs) because cute because because one night she had to like run in the rain to get one because she didn't want to she didn't want to take any of the ones that had like the reflectors on it like she just wanted the regular ones um and so she had to run all the way down the street to get one that didn't have a reflector on it um and so then the next day he put it on her porch <laughs> and apparently so nice. his 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 company his bosses are loving it and now they just have a small that. army of uh spongebob themed <laughs> you know what tiktok i saw that i think you would like mm. is that for Halloween, a Jewish frat dressed up as the Miami boys. Oh, that's very good. Yeah. You shall love him. Mm-hmm. <laughs> anyway, that's it. Um, you can tell us about your beef, your juice, your micro labels, your macro labels on our social media at Sounds Fake Pod. You can also support us on Patreon, patreon.com slash pod if you so desire. We have a new $2 patron. It is Alex Allen. Thank you, thank you. You're the greatest. Yay! Yeah, yeah, yeah. Our $5 patrons who we are promoting this week are Doug Rice, Edward Hayes Holgate, Elizabeth Wheeler, Ellie, and Emily M. Our $10 patrons who are promoting something this week are 
Rosie Costello, who would like to promote voting in the upcoming... No. Did I say that last year? Last year. <laughs> don't know. I don't think I said that last week. Rosie Costello. Well, either way, we should promote this because it's 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 timely. Who would like to promote voting in the upcoming midterm elections and in particular voting for individuals that support year-round lake swimming. Barefoot Backpacker who would like to promote their podcast, Travel Tales from Beyond the Brochure. Song of Storm, who we didn't remember to message to ask what they wanted to promote until an hour ago. Uh, so we still don't know. So on their behalf, I'm going to promote um, voting, especially in down-ballot races. Down-ballot races are so important. Local elections, very important. The Steve, who would like to promote a cozy out of search engine for the trees, which are now in a better place because Bolsonaro lost in Brazil. And Zergleteo, who would like to promote England isn't real, but you know what is real? That head of lettuce that outlived outlived Liz Truss. Our other (laughs) getting political here at the end. Our other ten dollar patrons are Arknes, Allison, R.E.K., Benjamin Ibarra, Cass, Cinnamon Toast, Punch, David J., David Nurse, Derek, and Garissa. L. Bitters, who is a new patron, and L would like to promote normalizing the use of tone indicators. And L didn't tell me to add this, but I would like to add slash SRS. My favorite is, uh, so in the patron chat on Discord, we were discussing this being uh, L's promotion. And people realized that in our Discord, people use the indicator slash no. um, Yeah. Which seems to not be an indicator anywhere else. (laughs) Uh, We realized that I think it's just an us thing. So good. uh, Good job, everyone. It's honestly one of my favorites. It's, it gets the point across real You good. just say something and then you just slash no. Slash no. It makes perfect sense. Amazing. Um, so thank you, Elle. And also, tone indicators. They're nice. Also, our other patrons, $10, are my Aunt Jeannie, Maggie Capablo, Martin Giselle, Maddie Potato, and Purple Haze. Our $15 patrons are Andrew Hillam, who would like to promote the Invisible Spectrum podcast, Click for Caroline, who would like to promote Ace of Hearts, Thea Chappelle, who would like to promote twitch.tv slash Dia, Hector Mario, who would like to promote friends that are supportive, constructive, and help you grow as a better person, Kezia Root, who would like to promote people who come into your life just for a small time, but right when you need them, smiley-faced heart. I don't, don't usually read a smiley face in the heart, but you're getting them this week. Uh, Nathaniel White, who would like to promote Nathaniel Energy Waitis Kayla Zanina, who would like to promote KateMaggartArt.com, and Sarah Jones, who is at Eternal Lolly Everywhere. Our $20 patrons are Sabrina Hawk, who would like to promote Merry Christmas from your parents, and it's Christmas time again. Almost that time. Doodle doodle. No, it is that time. Doodle 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 uh and dragonfly who would like to promote listening to christmas music whenever the fuck you want i think may is a really great time to listen to christmas music unironically thanks for listening (laughs) tune in next sunday for more of us in your ears until then take good care of your cows